All right, so this hour, I've got clips from the most recent Black, Bold, and Brilliant online discussion, which used clips from movies and online talks to spark conversation about Black joy and self-care. In this excerpt, you'll hear from co-moderator Asia Washington, as well as guests Ashley Cleveland and Arvin Mitchell. But we're going to start with a clip from Blueprint for the Black Joy Era, a 2017 TED Talk by Amber J. Phillips and Jasmine Walker. They are co-hosts and creators of the weekly podcast, The Black Joy Mixtape. So when my grandmother passed away in 2015, I wanted to make her celebrations that meant so much to me a regular part of my life. So my home became affectionately known as Black Joy Headquarters, or the place where Black people were welcome to hold space as we collectively mourned and gave each other permission to be our best and Blackest selves, to create, to dance over home-cooked meals, brown liquor, and trap music, <laughs> to hold on for just another day to keep demanding justice. And at these iconic Black Joy turn-ups. And I do mean iconic, because folks like myself were traveling across multiple state lines to get to these parties. We honored <laughs> our humanity for ourselves in a world that refused to do so. And in reflecting on these celebrations, I pinned what Black Joy means to us. Black Joy is the right to celebrate, the right to relax, and the right to love, free from oppression and violence. All right. She said, we honor our humanity for ourselves in a world that refuses to do so. And when I hear, hear that, I mean, I think of all of those that came before me that had to do that under circumstances that are worse than, than they are today. And, and, you know, we're still doing that. And also in thinking of the one year anniversary um, of the murder of George Floyd, all these people that we've lost um, that came before us that, you know, resisted. Um, I do want to put it out to the panel, just like, what can, what do you think we can learn from our past, from our ancestors and our, our Black elders who are still living when it comes to Black joy and radical self-care? I'll start with Ashley. Well, all right, all right, all right. I guess you're going to start with me. Um, when I thought about this question, um, so my background is environmental science. Um, I spent a lot of my time learning a lot about environmental justice and how Black people have always been a part of environmental movements for everyone and for everyone's rights. And I spent some time in New Orleans. And when I was in New Orleans, right after Katrina and the times following that, I remember seeing how we were able to find respite by keeping up with our second line. We were able to see each other and hold space for our grief by celebrating the fact that we are alive, by not having survivor's remorse, by being here. And I think that is a testament to the fact that we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. You know, I, I remember visiting Congo Square Congo Square, for those who don't know, is a historic park in the middle of New Orleans, and that is where African slaves were allowed to celebrate their livelihood one day out of the week. So out of the entire week where we are being oppressed, abused, and in absolutely heinous ways, we are allowed one day to engulf and to drink from each other's spirits, to eat to our heart's contents, and to dance until we were absolutely exhausted. And that is how I feel 
when I'm in community with other Black people here in Utah. That is what I feel when I'm trying to heal myself from everything that we go through. Mm, damn. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was I was unmuted. Oh, you on, Arvin. You on. <laughs> You're next. You, yeah. That's fine. Um, Ashley, it's a pleasure to meet you. That's That was heavy. Um. <laughs> I've been here three years now. I came here from California. I'm originally from St. Louis, and this is a this is a hell of a place to live if you're black or otherwise. Um, you said, "What can we learn from our ancestors and our elders?" Mm-hmm. The thing I've learned so much from my from my from my grandmother and my mom and my father, and um, one of the most important things that I've learned, and I think that we could all learn that I really, really allowed to resonate in me when I met brother Dick Gregory. And he he's from St. Louis and I got a chance to spend some time with him and work with him. We need to learn to listen. I don't care who's talking. Well, I do care who's talking, you know what I mean? But when it's the elders and even in our relationships and friendships and everything, you know, a lot of times, and I'm guilty, you know, I've done it. You know, you cut people off because you, you want to say what you want to say so badly and you trying to finish their sentences and stuff like that. When Brother Dick Gregory used to talk to me, he used to poke me in my head. And that's how he talked to anybody. And it was his fingernail. It, 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 it feel like somebody driving a short tack in your head. It hurt. And the first time he did it, I was so upset with him. But what he was saying was so profound that the pain disappeared and I'm like, I'm listening to wisdom. And I think is, is, is that listening and being patient with people is so hard to do because we have a desire to be heard so badly. That's real. That is so real. That's probably one of the reasons why we're so loud. <laughs> yeah, trying to be heard some more <laughs> or some more. <laughs> I agree with that. Winter, yeah. what is it for you? What what do you think we can learn from our past and, and our elders when it comes to Black joy and self-care? Uh, honestly, for me, I, I feel that from our ancestors, um, it's going to be resilience. Um, no matter what, I remember my grandmas, both of my grandmothers, um, they both passed on, but I remember both of my grandmothers and even my mother saying, baby, it's going to be trials and tribulations. Um, that's that's just something that always plays in my mind. It's going to be trials and tribulations, but it's all about how you handle them, right? It's all about how you handle them and continuing on. So if there's nothing else um, that, that I could take from them, and I've taken so many from them, it's things that every single day I I just hear my grandmother in my head and my mother in my head, you know, saying these things to me, but um, just, just having understanding um, and resilience, um, the strength to continue on black is strength. That that's what black is period. Black is strength. Um, So just using that strength to continue on because look at everything that they've been through um, everything that they went through for us to be able to sit right here and have this conversation. That's Winter the Poet, comedian Arvin Mitchell, and Utah Outdoor Afro's Ashley Cleveland 
talking with Black, Bold, and Brilliant co-moderator Asia Washington. More clips from Black, Bold, and Brilliant to share during tonight's radioactive summer break. This next band will be at Ogden Twilight in August. It's the Flaming Lips Race for the Prize on KRCL 90.9.